Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, welcome to Unpitchable, a podcast about fake movies. This is your podcast for February 6, 2016, and I am Nick, and with me I have Tim Catania and David Johnson. Awesome. Um, so for those of you who don't know this podcast, all we're doing is making up movies, um, sequels, and it's un- it's unpitchable because we genuinely don't know what we're pitching. Yeah, um, that's a good way to say it, yeah. It's fair. Good deal. Are we out. supposed to wear pants here? Can I, like, do we? No. Logistically, yes. Okay. It helps with the dampening. Okay. It it helps with the everyone nail your pants to the wall. It helps with the dampening. <laughs> all right, all right. I guess. That the might be weird if Mindy walked in and all three of us. <laughs> <laughs> no pants. My pants are damp. I mean, dampening. And she's like, what are you talking about? Like, what? Mindy's like, when you guys leave, she's like, you can't do the podcast here anymore. <laughs> I, I ate that Pop-Tart and my bowels just relieved. Let's talk about the most horrible Pop-Tart that we've ever eaten Yeah, in so in the existence. So David, like, braved the depths of hell and, like, went in and found, like, this PR Pop-Tart. It's like maple and bacon. It's limited edition, guys. Like, like, the stuff he had to do to get this Pop-Tart can't be talked about on air because he will go to jail. <laughs> and uh, it's, it's, it's maple and bacon. And I really feel like David should give us his impression because he's had time to recover. Like, he ate it, like, a week ago. He has time to recover. What do you think? This is All true. Right, so On the Pop-Tart cast, what would you rate this Pop-Tart <laughs> <cast>? <laughs> This was 2.2 Pop-Tarts on the Pop-Tart scale of deliciousness. What's the high What's the high number? Like, 0.2? One. One. One? one <laughs> oh, it's technically a Pop-Tart, so I think it's a 0.1 point. <laughs> And after that, I have frosting on it. So that's 0.2. That's, that's all I got. That's, that's all I got. That's a Pop-Tart. Why do they even make Pop-Tarts with no frosting? Have you seen those? That's not a Pop-Tart. That's a pastry. Unfrostable. Unfrostable. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to yes. Unfrostable. This is a podcast about Pop-Tarts. Wait, 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 wait. We're having trouble with the intro. I think I can do the Unfrostable intro, though. I think I can handle this. Like, welcome to the Unfrostable podcast. This is your podcast for February 6, 2016. I'm Tim Catania. No three is Nick Keggy and David Johnson. We did it perfect. Oh, my God. Unfrostable. Uh, we're right, not doing right, an unpitchable right. podcast anymore. So, so, this Pop-Tart. All right. I bought it. I was kind of excited about it. Tell, tell me about where you bought it. I went to Publix. How much was what it? What is Publix for people who don't have Publix? Yeah, what's a, what is a Publix? Also, what is a grocery store? Also, what is a car <laughs> that you got into the grocery store? Also, what's a parking lot you park in? Also, can you tell me what human so, existence is like? if you don't like? have Publix in your state, then I'm sorry. Publix is great. It's like if Walmart tried. Well, you buy Pop Tarts there, so deductive yeah, I mean, reasoning. It's, it's a grocery store. It's either basically. a gas station or a grocery store. <laughs> or, or a Listen, when we, were, when we moved to Alabama. <laughs> you bought this from Publix, the Mexican El Publix, the Mexican uh, Marvel. Publix is the name of the guy. When we moved to Alabama, we thought Publix was an adult bookstore. Okay. <laughs> I believe that. Okay. Um, so I bought this Pop Tart, I came home, I was like, I'm going to try it in the morning. I get to work, I open the Pop-Tart, and immediately I'm hit with a smell. And I, you guys smell it. I may do at least smell it before either of you agreed to try it. It's I rough. Do, right? Can we add in the part where you text us the picture of how excited you were showing That's the right. box? I did. Were I took a picture of the yeah, night before was, uh, and I said, kind of excited to try this. Yeah, I mean, like, the thing is, with Pop-Tarts, 
Maple the only bacon. good flavor is s'mores. So well, that's not true. Fudge is pretty good too. Vanilla cream is the best, but they don't roll it out but like once a year. Yeah, so vanilla so, cream is the best. Kellogg's, the, please send us vanilla cream. <laughs> this is the Kellogg's podcast, talking about all the Kellogg's products you could ever want to know. And about. now a word from our sponsor, Kellogg's. This is the Kellogg's Mr. podcast. I'm Mr. Kellogg. Buy my cereal or die. Whoa, that's that's a weird ad, dude. Come on, like this is a family friendly podcast. Most of the time. No, so like, All right. you sent me this picture, and I got psyched because I was like, I could probably get some of that pop tart if I asked. I like maple. I like bacon. Yeah, I like pop tarts. I like maple and bacon together. That's a good combination. Yeah. yeah. So I get to work. I open it. Smell immediately. Should have warned me. This is not something that should go in your body. But it didn't. I said, you know what? Something smell kind of rough, but they still taste good. Yeah, like dead raccoon. Like, yeah. you know, you hit a raccoon and you're like, smells bad. Well, asparagus doesn't always they smell pretty much, great, but they pretty much eat right. trash all the time. So or it like when you terrible, drink, when you drink spread great. milk, but it's not sour yet. Yeah, like sure. just slightly That's sour, exactly slightly what he's describing. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, sure. So I took a tiny nibble because I was kind of scared. I don't even think I took a bite as big as you guys, I'm going to be honest. I was, <laughs> so you got a roar into the deal. Um, if my mouth had an eject button <laughs> i would have pushed it i understand that eject is literally just spitting it out but i'm saying i needed i touched my face as you're, if you're eject. saying that you're i looked for an eject button is what i'm saying your my, natural my biological response wasn't fast enough you needed you need an intervention from somebody else to like get needed, that out of your i mouth. needed to not think about having to spit it out i needed to just be able to touch my body and make it see i think i had the opposite experience of you i mean i hated it don't get me wrong but when I ate it, I immediately said, "I this is." I almost tried to spit it out on the table. Like I was like, "I got to get this out of my mouth immediately." It tasted like you ate an old shoe. It was really. It was like one of those things where like I kept chewing it. And I'm like, "This is gonna get better." And then I didn't. I didn't spit it out until uh, I don't know, like 30 seconds later. And then I almost died. It was great. Yeah. So I was forced. I knew after reactions not to eat this, but um, they asked me to eat it for the sake of being able to talk about something on this podcast. Um, <laughs> And so, you know, we record on Saturdays here, and David thought it was a great idea to bring it into my house, which, can I just thank you personally from the bottom of my See, heart. See, the problem is, like, if you let it get over the threshold, it has control of your house. Yeah. That's how it is with spirits and pop tarts. <laughs> so, so, you can't invite it in, man. And vampires, I think. I don't know. So it's probably true. I bit into it, and um, it really just tastes like someone poured uh, crystallized maple syrup over ham. Like Actually potted sounds, ham. Sounds really like good. potted ham. That would, sounds good. That oh that. my gosh, get out of here, you two. <laughs> I'd eat that. Okay, hold on. I think I know what the smell is like, and maybe Tim will get this. Welcome to the smell cast. We <laughs> <laughs> talk no, about our favorite smells just, on the podcast. Just this real quick. All right, Tim, have you read The Oath by Frank Peretti? Uh, no. Have you? I, like, all right, wait. Does it have like I'm a being scratch serious. and sniff portion of the book? No, I just want to know if you read it. If not, okay, it doesn't matter. They're, they're, they're trying to attract the bears in this book, all right? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I was, that was so underrated. Did you hear I was that? actually asking that question. He said, does no. it have a scratch and sniff on the well, book? No, because it kill you. A lot of Christian novelists, you know, Are they, they have to, like, do some, you know, some gimmick to try to get you to read their book. I mean, it's scratch and sniff. It's like, okay, cool. It's like the notebook, but they're scratch and sniff. Scratch and scratch and sniff these snows burning <laughs> in eternity. Is that, is that where you're going with that? No, I wasn't. But <laughs> it could. It could. Turn that could be us. 
This is the turn of burn podcast. <laughs> um, so, okay, it doesn't matter if you've read the book or not. All I need you to know is that there's a bear in the in the beginning of the book. They're trying to track this bear. So, apparently, according to this book, bears are really attracted to the smell of day-old donuts soaked in baking grease. And I that's exactly what I feel like that thing tasted like. This is the worst audiobook I've ever listened to in my entire life. <laughs> that is what I just like. Oh, oh. You should you should read this for Frank Freddy. Except for you should talk about it like you read it. That'd be great. That's the new audiobook. Uh, <laughs> new audiobook podcast we're putting together. David reads a book and tries to describe it. But needless to say, I, I had to throw the Pop-Tart in a co-worker's trash can like a couple of desks away you from me. You did tell me that. Because I didn't want to have to smell it It's like day. you got like the black mark from Pirates or whatever. So but Stephanie, you gave it to somebody I'm else. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> It was a nasty podcast. She can handle it. Can. She can handle it. She's tough. She'll be all so right. let's all give the Pop-Tart a rating. David, you gave it a what? A point two on the Pop-Tart scale. I'm giving it a point one. So I would like to not be on the scale. And the reason why... Um, <laughs> <laughs> excuse me. I don't feel like I can proper, properly and accurately describe the flavor of this without telling you about the tortured souls they used to create it. And so I would give it... 15 orphan souls i mean that's gonna be a scale you'll hear okay you'll hear that Uh scale on this podcast more often than not yeah uh, in describing movies so the pause easter egg dying company uses that scale so yeah yeah it's it's like you know it's a trusted scale definitely it's got a long history and a lot of dead orphans which is real sad but anyway yeah 15 15 dead orphans what how many okay. airwax candles? How many airwax candles? <laughs> uh, well, that's a different scale, but uh, I c- if you want me to go ahead and convert it, it's... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> First, the what's the exchange rate? How many orphans <laughs> equal one earwax candle? Well, so the thing is, I should put this out there. It's not dead orphans. I misspoke. It's orphan souls. So they didn't have so to how die. So orphan that. souls? How many orphan souls? Um, it's one For one, one ear candle... Uh, it's like 200. I know it's weird. It sounds okay. weird, but those okay. ear candles so are I feel like this still translates things, to things, things, yeah, candles somehow. and Shrek are expensive. I get you. I yeah, get they're, you. Like, they're the only currency. We talked about that two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. In Shrekland. <clears throat> Shrek Shrek Is that what it's called? Uh, Shrekland. Yep. Shrek it's far away. They're building that at Disney this year, far, even far though it's away. a DreamWorks thing. We're far, far away. I'm sorry. I know so much about Shrek. Please kill me. Please help me. Please kill me. Please send help. I know too much about Shrek. Help me. So who's ready for movies? I think uh, Tim should go first. Oh, yeah, let's no. change the order. I was, You're the only one that hasn't gone first I yet. I haven't gone first. So, okay. you gotta, we, so, we can get into a normal order, but you got to go first before um, we do anything else. I'm not going to lie. This one's real stupid. and uh, Mine's going to be worse, so go. I, mean, <laughs> I don't know. I, I can promise you that. Uh, listen, um, so I, I really like Manchurian Candidate. I thought that was a good movie. <laughs> and so this is uh, my movie is Manchurian Candidate 2, Candidating the President's <laughs> One more time, candidating. candidating the president's daughter. Man, president's candidate okay. too. All right, candidating the president's daughter. Okay. <laughs> Do you have a direction for this? Why I try and figure out what this movie is about? Okay, let me go ahead and give you the brief description of Manchurian Candidate, and David, okay. you can you can uh, help steer me in this because I haven't seen it in a long time. My, my understanding is that movie is basically this guy's a uh, what's the term for it? A sleeper cell. And certain terminology will set him he's, off to go kill the president. He's basically okay. being activated. Okay. Yeah, okay. activated. Okay, gotcha. Understood. Yeah, and so that's what this whole movie is, except for, you know, candidating the president's daughter. I don't know if you've seen <laughs> My Date with the President's Daughter with the guy from Boy Meets World, uh-huh. but I know David has. Oh, yeah. I've um, seen that for sure. It's a good movie. So really, it's that movie, except for he has to kill the president? Okay. So first off, I feel like we should, what's his... Trigger. Well, can wait. I just trigger. I need to know what trigger is. Okay, okay go, go ahead. ahead. 
Who's the lead in this movie? Because it depends was, on who the lead is. I was is, just about to put that out goes. there. I was going to ask. I feel like David has a name in mind. I th- he's going to look in his uh, crystal ball and divine us a name perfect for this film. All right. So is he handsome? Sure. Okay. It is a male. I'm assuming this is. I mean, I, this is the twenty. I'm not trying to judge. I don't know. Wait, so <laughs> let's not stereotype this. <laughs> but in my head, yes, it's a male. I mean, I just probably an ex-soldier. Okay. Or not. Right. I mean, it could be a high school kid. I don't care. Right. I mean, you could probably program anybody. If they said the right words right now, I would kill both All of right. you. You know that, right? That's how the Manchurian Candidate works. Uh, yeah. So let me ask this. Saying. Are we looking more for, like, a Chris Pratt? Or are we looking more for, like, um... I, I think... Well, so you got to have someone charming as well as... Okay, know, Chris Pratt, right? Buff. We're going with Chris yeah, Pratt. Yeah, I mean, like, he's got okay. no more dad bod, so I guess he's okay. All right. So, so Chris Pratt is the lead in this, right? When you take the anti-dad bod, like they do in, in uh, Hollywood, the HGH... It uh, stands for, like, anti-dad bot, I'm pretty sure. Fact, that's the scientific term. Those, those acronyms check out. HGH, anti-dad pod. That's, that's, I'm not good at the acronyms very very well. but um, Yeah, so Chris Pratt is the lead, all right? Okay. And so he meets the president's daughter. Who plays her? Um, uh, Chris Pratt. This is an all. Awesome See, I was gonna Wait, Are we doing? Are we doing? Are we doing a nutty professor? Oh no! Movie? Oh no! You're on to me. All my movies star the same person in every role. Who would have guessed? Um, no. So yeah, who's his daughter? Uh, um, I really think I liked Chris Pratt. Who played? Uh, what's her name from Gilmore Girls? Snooky or whatever. Melissa McCarthy. Snooky? Is it Snooky? Snooky. Snooky. Snooky is Jersey Shore. We can also go with Snooky. No, 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 no. She played Snooky. Trust me. I'm pretty sure her name was Snooky in Gilmore Girls. I just watched it, okay? It's definitely not whatever word you said. Chris Pratt and Melissa McCarthy. Yeah. She's the president's daughter. Yeah. President's like 700 years old. Okay, I was like, how old is the president? Trump. It's Trump. Trump oh is my god. Is this oh. a dystopian future? Uh yeah, you could say that. I mean like all the checkers. Don't you mean down. utopian? No, no. <laughs> my, my idea of a dystopian future is that you can't find the checkers. That's all it is. That's what okay. we're in one we're in one right itself. now. Oh, it's so rough. How am I gonna get my chili cheese fries? Alright, so taking on what what's the trigger word? The trigger word. Yeah, this is important. This this defines you need the whole a trigger word. So he's normal guy until the trigger. Right. He literally doesn't even he doesn't, really know that this is implanted. Like he in may him. have like flashbacks and know that he might do it, but he doesn't. Under, he doesn't fully. He doesn't understand until he hears the it. word, and he can kind of resist, but not really. So, like, I think the word has to be something that the president's daughter wouldn't say. But what if, like, what if the trigger word is something the president would only say in a time of dis- of like distress? Well, that's why it matters who the president is. Yeah, is it Harrison <laughs> Ford? Yeah, I mean, he's like a mean old man, isn't he? Yes. He's a perfect president. Yes. And he is like 700 he's years old. He's been a president before. So. Yeah, he, he is again. the president right now. We don't know it, but he is. So, so, so what wouldn't Harrison Ford say? What wouldn't Harrison Ford say? <laughs> Please bring me a maple bacon Pop-Tart. I love that Two Broke Girls show. That's what he would have to say. What time not, does Two Broke Girls come on? That's something he would never say. We're going to have to put that in the apology. <laughs> Sorry. We're not Sorry here to that make you're friends. still broke after 17 seasons. Yeah, we're not here to make friends. We're here to, we're here to talk about... <laughs> we're here to pitch garbage. <laughs> No, so, no, I don't know. There's got to be a better trigger word. So, all right, so I kind of have a little bit of different vision for this movie. I hope, right, I hope that's okay no, for let's, me to interrupt. Let's, let's get some so do you here. guys remember Zoolander? Uh-huh. Okay, and you remember how he got trained to kill Will Ferrell and 
Yes, basically. Okay, yeah, okay so that's where. Okay, I just want to make <laughs> yeah, sure we're. That's it. I just want an exact remake of that movie, line by line, but instead of Will Ferrell, it's <laughs> Melissa McCarthy, and instead of um, Ben Stiller, mm-hmm. it is Chris Pratt, and I would like the trigger word to be two words, and I would like it to be banana pancakes. Okay. I like this. Have you movie. ever said banana pancakes? Think uh, about it. Yes, I have. Have you ever said it voluntarily I without somebody son? bringing up Jack Johnson? <laughs> I was about to say, Jack Johnson has made me say it a lot. But I don't think I've I ever said it. I have a son who likes to eat banana pancakes. So yes, I don't I believe that. In fact, you just said my trigger word, and I have to kill both of them. <laughs> <laughs> it was, last time I got said, it was real awkward at the restaurant. So he goes right. on a date with President's daughter. So Let's just go ahead and put that out there. Okay. I think I've got it. All right, it, guys. All right. It's kind of blending yours and then what you just said about the last time it was said at a restaurant. So what if throughout the whole day, he's hearing the trigger word at different places and killing everyone after that, like as they're leaving the place. So, so he's like real good at killing people without uh, anyone noticing. Is yes. And okay. so they're just trying to figure out what's happening and they keep tracing. Oh, wait a minute. I think that what she if, said she, they were going to all these places. You all got day. to do, what if you got to start piecing movie? it together that way? If you got to the end of this movie and you found out that was just a documentary about Chris Pratt. <laughs> and he was like a, a monstrous killing machine. Um, no, so I like it. I like it. So like he keeps hearing the trigger word. And he's like, oh, I gotta use... I gotta I mean, use this the- is a comedy, right? Sure. It's, People are dying for comedic effect. It's a dramedy. Um, <laughs> he, so he's like, he, like, you know, he's like, I gotta use the restroom. And he beats up the whole wait staff. And he may not kill him. He never said he had to kill everyone. No, no, no. But no. he does. He doesn't have to, but he does. He could just incapacitate him. Well, he's a lot stronger now from the HGH, the uh, anti-dad bod. bod. And so he just punches people and they blow up. Yeah. Pretty much. Blood mist. The blood mist. (laughs) That's my new favorite thing. It's good. I can see it. When I see, when you say blood mist, I see Nick standing there and then I just see blood. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I see. Like, that's Um, how instantaneous it is. It's like, if I just punched him... Anyway, so back mist. to the movie. Blood, blood mist. Mist. <laughs> I was, yeah, I was still on the blood mist, but the movie. <laughs> the movie, okay, yeah, we guess we could talk about All that. All we gotta do is hit the trigger word and then we're done. <laughs> the trigger word is blood mist punch, because no one <laughs> would say that. Actually, he's like at a party, and uh, they're like, hey, yeah, you gotta try this new punch. What's it called? Oh, blood mist punch. And then he starts done. killing everyone. Well, if done. it's just a drink that she really likes to order. Yeah. So he brings her <laughs> And he's gotta kill the president. But he doesn't want to. That's the important thing is like yeah, him I mean, and the president of Rose. That's how being a Manchurian candidate, you you have to act against your will. Like that's yeah. Otherwise, think, there's no reason to brainwash you. I think at the end, right? You'd just be a willing participant. I think at the end, you'd just point. be a mercenary. Yeah, that's the whole point of the program. Yeah, no, it's just <laughs> uh, when we say this trigger word, I want you to willingly kill this person. <laughs> it's a lock. <laughs> I'm a sleeper sock. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> You're totally not. You're just like a guy named Jeff. You just said your own trigger word. You just said it out loud. What? Why would you say it? Plausible deniability. Plausible deniability. That's not what that means. Like that doesn't mean that at all. You're an, I'm an accessory to my own crime. What? That's worse. What are you talking I can't about? Can't be used to testify against myself. <laughs> I'm married in myself. I can't testify against myself. See, that's that's how the movie ends. <laughs> okay, I'm ready to go to another movie. I, I feel like that's real Andy logic, though, so I think it all works. It yes. still all I think, works. I think you should go, David. Uh, so my movie is Taken for Taking Care of Business. <laughs> <laughs> I, I already have this whole movie written. I would like to send you the PDF where you can see, basically, it's uh, it's like a depressed Liam Neeson. It opens with him sitting on a bench, like depressed Keanu Reeves, okay. and he's eating a sandwich. Yeah, yeah. 
And he realizes yeah. that no one needs him anymore because no one's kidnapping his daughter. It's the only reason he had to live. So he's like on the edge, you know? It's kind of depressing. And uh, he realizes the only way that his daughter will love him is if he kidnaps her himself. And then he beats himself up. No, I mean, what do you think? All right. So I, sometimes all my movies boil down to is one phrase and I just want to see them repeated <laughs> over and over in different scenes. Oh, you mean the trigger word. <laughs> So, anti- so anti- in, this, in this movie, it could really be whatever, but all I want to see is him applying to... He's lost his job, right? Can't be a mercenary anymore. His family's dead, whatever. Like, no one is there to be kidnapped. That's all. The point I want to make is no one's going to be kidnapped. I never saw movie. Taken 3, so sure. That's sure. I <laughs> so I think that uh, what happens is he just keeps going on job interviews, and he just gets to say, I have a certain set of skills. <laughs> and then it cuts to him frying hamburgers taking or violent taking care of business. Taking care of business. That's it. And then in one of them, he actually is just in a cover band singing, taking care of business. Oh, my God. What <laughs> that's his trigger word, and he's the Manchurian candidate. <laughs> Taking care of business. He has to listen to the whole but song. Next, what are your thoughts? Well, just, okay, so he only knows those here's words. the deal. I, I, I'm just gonna selfishly do what I want to do here because it, it, it's only important to me that I get to be heard the way I want to be heard. So I, I can agree with that. I, I don't like um, taking care of business, the movie or Taken, the franchise. It's taken care of business. Okay. Well, yeah, the taking care of business I remember had uh, James Belushi in it, mm-hmm. but I'm I I I don't know about Taken Four, but I know about Taken Five, and that's Taken Five, Taken a Jamaican. Um, <laughs> that's pretty good, and that's where Liam Neeson loses his daughter to the Jamaican be- uh, bobsled team, and oh my God. he has to fight them at the Olympics okay. in martial arts. Okay, um, and he loses. What are Jamaican martial arts? I don't know. <laughs> can, can, we, can we make that oh, up real quick? Look, or is I'm, that already a I'm thing? I'm pretty much a martial you're, arts you're, expert. You're an expert. So let's see. Is Jamaican martial arts already a thing? Yeah, it's uh, Jamaican Kwondo. Do they just uh, throw you pina like, coladas? It's like, it's like Taekwondo, but you're a lot higher. They fight with those tiny umbrellas, There's right? a lot more marijuana in this martial art than others. No, no, That's no, all no, it is. No, no. I know what it is. It's the, the steel drums. They it's hacky sacking. It's hacky sacking. I think, like, the martial art definitely has to be a take on Krav Maga. So, like, it's like Jamaica Maga. Krav Maga. Krav Maga. Bruh. I like that. Done. I can't talk anymore. That's it. That's the whole movie. We just have a Krav It's just Liam Neeson beating up the bobsledding team. We're all in their 50s now, I'm pretty sure. Well, Dougie Doug is probably still formidable. I love Cool Runnings. That is the only movie... Where people fail at the end and everyone cheers. <laughs> that I see, like it's like it's like you guys did great, except for you were last. So uh, I'm not cheering, um, but maybe next year you guys will do better. I don't know. I mean, keep 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 a chin up, but I'm disappointed. It's one of those A for effort type of movies. Yeah, it's kind of like I feel like that was like my entire you, childhood. You pers- a for effort, Nick. You participate in the Pinewood Derby where you race the little cars, <laughs> and then you get a participation reward because your car didn't make it down the track all the way. But it did roll. But it did roll. <laughs> oh boy. And you got an egg for some reason. Wasn't that in the movie? There was an egg? He had an egg. So confession time. Confession time. I mean, Know, are you really serious? Hey, I've probably seen like a clip. Hey, I've can you, legitimately uh, never seen. We need to pause movie. the podcast. Hey, can <laughs> yeah, can you pause it for a second? We gotta take it. We gotta take care of something. That was my uh, trigger word, and I'm right now resisting. <laughs> I've never seen Korok. Oh, um, don't say it again. You can't uh, please stop. Him. Please stop saying it. 
The only way to stop this is for you to not exist. You do realize that, right? <laughs> I will have to show you the blood mist punch, and I don't want to. I don't want to do this, guys. No. Um, so, uh, oh, we're back. David just watched Cool Runnings. Yeah, it's uh, great. I really like John Candy in it. Uh, oh, man. Oh, what a downer. Oh. You just ruined this. Why? That's like t- letting everybody know how much you love Chris Farley after watching Tommy Boy. Nobody loves Welcome to the oh welcome to the third episode. Welcome to the Depression Podcast. <laughs> third episode of the Depression Nick, Podcast. And I'm with um, Tim and David. It's been a bad week. That, uh, that so clicking sound is a razor on my wrist. That's gotta come out of the podcast. <laughs> that one's getting edited. That's gotta come out. <laughs> We're talking about depression. It's it's related. No, oh, it's too much. It's not a pin top. So, um, I'm going to go ahead and just roll into my movie. Wait, no, wait. I think that David's movie still needs, like, a little more okay. workshopping. All right. All right. All and right. the only reason I say that is because there's a lot you could do with Liam Neeson throat-chopping people. <laughs> like, you pretty much just have to say, like, hey, uh, we don't actually have a set, but we got two cameramen, and uh, we're in this restaurant. I just want you to karate chop as many people as possible. And that would be that would be taken for. I mean, you don't even have Time to have trial. a, he's taking care of business. Yeah. You what know. if ta- all right? Uh, I just came up with something different. Okay, so do you guys see those reality TV shows where like they come into businesses and like they're struggling businesses, and usually someone like is a guru and they can mm-hmm. help fix them and they invest in them. It's yeah. kind of like Shark Tank, Kitchen Nightmares, type yeah, thing. that sort of yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. like Restaurant Impossible. Yeah. What if taking care of business is Liam Neeson coming into business and killing partners that they want killed off instead? <laughs> <laughs> I think we should go to Nick's now. Right? Okay, no, so, yeah, I think this is. Um, let me out. just preface all of what I'm about to tell you by just telling you about my favorite movie first. Um, cool so my lines? favorite, because no. David doesn't have anything, any way to relate. My to favorite movie of um, all time is Mighty Ducks, and did that's not quack? my movie tonight. Did you just did you just say Mighty Ducks and Quack just now? I, uh, sure. Can you um, quack? Quack. Can you quack? Quack. Quack. I'm good. Quack. 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 No? Okay. So, my favorite favorite movie, uh, and the reason it's my favorite movie is because um, you take a drunken criminal um, and you give him the ability to rehab himself by letting him watch children unsupervised, might I add you. Um, And so, it's a really good family film. And so, I, I, just to, to point that out, that I would like to roll into my movie now. Um, okay. Which is also another family film. Um, it is Sling Blade 2, Quack Attack. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> I just, I, before, before I give you guys any opportunity to hijack my movie from the vision that I have for it, I just want to remind you that at the end of Sling Blade, he... Um, if you haven't sling, seen Sling Blade, it is a wonderful family film. Please take the kids and go see it if it if if you can. But he is um, put into the mental hospital for a crime he committed, and I I I don't know that it was unjustified, but I just hope that when they let him out, that back into the hospital, right? Yeah, he's put back into the hospital. Back, right? Because yeah. he starts out in it. Yeah, he starts out in the hospital. Leaves. Welcome okay. to the Sling Blade podcast. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Oh God! <laughs> French fried potatoes. Oh man. Um. So I, I I just think that we start the movie out by letting Carl, which is the main character's name, who is played by Billy Bob Thornton, Carl. Um. <laughs> Carl. And we just give him the opportunity to supervise children, specifically a hockey team. 
Um, and so go. all you're saying is this is Mighty Duck. It's a reboot. Lead, it's a J.J. Abrams reboot. Starring <laughs> the lead of Sling Blade, but it's shot from one camera perspective, and the guy's name is HUD. No. Just Covered it <laughs> with hockey. It's great. There's, it's not very exciting. It is shaky cam the whole time, though. You can't um, tell what's going on because he's like, seeing his shoes. I feel like J.J. Abrams would be like, all right, I'm going to pitch this movie, but what if the camera is? <laughs> this is the puck story. Okay. So it's, it's like um, it's told it's, completely from the pucks. It's the next Pixar movie. <laughs> so now that I've tainted the entire view of that, if if you didn't hear that, what would you think Sling Blade Black Attack is about? Go. Um actually the weird thing is when you said that, I thought this is just Mighty Duck. <laughs> um, which which I mean is accurate, right? It's, it's Mighty Duck. So, what if... Alright, I know you're saying this is a Mighty Ducks thing, but, but what if... What it's if the it's birds. Like a, it's what? It's like the birds. It's where... Uh, okay. The birds? The birds, okay. the birds, where the oh. birds are attacking. I think it's the birds, isn't that what it's called? Where all the birds yeah. attack? I, I thought we were going birds, like Tom Hanks. Yeah, burbs. it's a mix okay. between all all movies. All movies together. Into all movies movie. are Space Jam. All movies are Space Jam. So, what I was thinking is, what if the Mighty Ducks grew up and... They didn't they, want to break up. All right? They but were hockey was hockey was still wait. Like, what if they have to take an alcoholic and teach him to play hockey? No. Oh, thank you. That, that is so great. <laughs> so what if the Mighty Ducks just don't don't want to break up? Like what if they, they, they oh, want yeah. to stay a group. Okay. okay so so, so, so all right. So just stop. Like all right. So a, a hockey team they can't be a hockey team forever, right? So the next legitimate step is a game. I was just going to say that. And so now they're in prison, right? And they've got to learn to play hockey against other prisoners. No, no, it's the no longest, hockey. No hockey. It's the, the longest ice yard. The longest ice yeah, yard. Yeah, that's what it's called. That's, that's what they call them in hockey, right? I don't know. This is Can Alabama. we just have a scene? I don't care if it's a hockey game or not. Can we just have a scene where Billy Bob Thornton is walking around in either the showers and it's super steamy and he can't see past his own face and just out of the blackness they just hear the quack from the Mighty Ducks from different directions. This is a really frightening scene. That's all I want. Yeah, I mean, I'm okay uh, with that. Like, for real. I don't care how else it goes. That's like, just everyday life. <laughs> you, just, you just said follow Billy Bob Thornton around with a camera. And quack at him. Quack at him. I, I feel like that's a solid film. Like I, I'm down with that. Um, I, I got to say what I wanted to say and after I... Guys, okay, what? this is off topic, but if you have the power, listen... If you had the power to punch somebody <laughs> just, and it turned them into blood mist, let's just say that you trained under power. a kung fu master for like 30 years and you perfected <clears throat> the blood mist punch, would you use it? Well, I thought we were going to ask. Hold blood on. Mist punch. Blood mist punch. <laughs> I thought you were going to ask who we would use it on. No, I'm going to energy drink. What if you guys were like, I don't want to do it? You did have to kill your master to prove you were worthy. I'd do it. And I don't know how do this it. gets transferred Done. down the line because there's only one person who knows how to do the blood mist punch. Because every time they teach it to somebody, that person has to punch them. Yeah. yeah. I would do it. Well, that's how it gets transferred down the line. All right. So, <clears throat> would you punch who? who? Kevin James. <sighs> <laughs> so, uh, last after the last episode, I went home and... Uh, Kevin James was there. Um, Wait, he got you. Listen, I, this is not funny. Don't laugh. I'm dead serious. Uh, and uh, the door had been kicked in. It was obvious. This giant, giant, giant Kevin James. He's huge in real life. He's like 16 feet tall. You guys, like, you guys have no idea. He he's like Kingpin from Daredevil. He's huge. He's just a huge dude, and he's like terrifying. He carries around and, a car uh, door. Yeah, yeah, he does. That's the trigger word. It's Kevin James. <laughs> <laughs> but 
no. So I got because he would never start a movie. With Ke- yes, I, no, this is isn't funny. Don't talk about Kevin James. I'm dead serious. I'm <clears> home <throat> and um, he had on closed circuit television. My family tied up, and he said, "If if you guys make another joke about Kevin James, I will take them, and I will make them live in existence where they're in all my movies." And uh, I'm getting a little teary. I just. Are you done? But then, uh, Are you done? But Kevin James. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> this actually happened. Um, you got, I'm not joking. I need you to edit this all out of the podcast. <laughs> I'm having a moment here. I'm literally crying. And you guys are laughing at me. And I don't understand. This is going to be 20 minutes of the podcast. Is me trying to recover from you guys not editing this out of the podcast. Can't. I would like to leave the apologies section again. Um, and just preemptively say sorry to the, the two broke girls. I don't actually know their names, but... Cat um, Dennings and Dennings the and other the girl who's not Cat Dennings. About. <laughs> just go, just Cat Dennings. And I'll the try other to see. Was Wasn't one of them in a uh, in, in a movie with um, in a movie? Yeah, Cat Dennings. Bartlett. She was in Charlie Bartlett. Okay, that's who it was. And Nick and Norris Infinite. <laughs> that's Alice. what I was thinking of that movie. I couldn't remember the other guy's name. Um, Anton Yelkin. Was no, no, no. He's talking about infinite oh, playlist. Oh, How's the guy from? Oh, Michael, Michael, who? Michael, who? Michael. I can't Michael hear you Sayer. over his genericness. So. <laughs> oh, let's go ahead and start the apology portion of this. Um, so, like, uh, welcome it. to the apology podcast. This is, this is the apology cast. We uh, we pretty much just say inflammatory things and then apologize at the end. It's a uh, this the sorry cast. Uh, I don't have any apologies because. I'm unapologetic. Because we cut out all of his... He's like, he's just, you know, he's the editor of the podcast, so Nick sounds like a saint, but I'm sitting here making fun of two pro girls. Those, they're just trying to make... Sorry to Kevin James again. I'm sorry that I called you Snooky. Like, we're still good. <laughs> sorry, Melissa McCarthy, for calling you Snooky. Actually, I'd like, to, I'd like to apologize to Publix for assuming you're an adult bookstore when I got here. Um, I really love your produce. Thank you. Oh, we're done. We're, we're, done. we're done. We're, we're done. Like thirty we're seconds. Okay, we're done. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go ahead and end it. I want to introduce myself as Tim from now on. That way. <laughs> Are you guys okay with that? like? Oh yeah, and I'm really worried. You hear what he said, but okay, I guess he's on the podcast. I hear him. I hear you. Sure, sure. You can do that. I, I just want. Voice I don't want them to know who I am. When I'm talking, <laughs> because I, they think you made him up. Like, there's, there's a third guy on the podcast, right? I don't know. I don't know. I can't understand what he's saying. I still think we should introduce a fourth guy there's and just one, one of us in a different voice. That's pretty much me. Yeah. I'm, okay. I'm not already. <laughs> you didn't hear me do those impressions the first podcast? No. No. Go ahead and do them real quick. Well, is Eddie Murphy again? You, you want to hear Eddie Murphy again? It's really good. Um, I'm going to I'm gonna just steal the joke from the first podcast and do a really good bad impression of Eddie Murphy. I'm Morgan Freeman. Well, that was weird. That sounded just like Eddie Murphy. Did you guys hear it? <laughs> All right. Can we talk about this Pop-Tart? This right, can we ready? open the intro first? Okay. But, okay. So, hey, it's uh, Saturday, February 6th. This is Nick Kagey. And nope. You're listening to the Unpitchable Podcast, a movie about fake movies. Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I was that's a, okay. I was gonna, if you got it right, I was gonna go Sam <laughs> anyway. And you're like, I'm David. I'm, like, I'm Sam. Sam it. Hey, this is your podcast for February 6, 2016. You're listening to the Unpitchable Podcast, a fake nope. <laughs> I'm getting so podcast. Hey, welcome. This is your podcast for Saturday, January 6, 2016. Nope. Sorry, February, February 6. 6th. Whoa, we went back in time. No, we released this one first. <laughs> that way the second one is funnier. Welcome to the Unpitchable Podcast. It's that. 
right. This is the You're podcast. You're almost up. One more fail. And <laughs> yeah, one he's more out fail. of lives. One more fail. He's out of lives. <laughs> Welcome. This is the podcast for February blah, 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 6, 13, 35. Can you put all these fail words <laughs> right. in? Right. No, wait. No, do it again. I'm going to be louder and more confident. That's how I'm going to do it. Listen, last try. You have to pop out your chest. Last try. Stretch your arms out. Last try. Breathe. <laughs> you do it. Okay. Welcome. This is your podcast for February 6, 2016. This is Unpitchable. This is a podcast about making up fake movies um, based off existing movies. Correct. Anything you guys want to add or you want to go into it? Did you not know what podcast I don't. I was so confused. Hey, it's Saturday, February 6, 2016. You're listening to Unpitchable, a podcast about fake movies. I'm your host, David Johnson, and with me I have... Nick Keggy. And Tim Catania. And David definitely didn't just read that off his iPad. <laughs> like, that was like... That was like... <clears throat> Welcome to Unpitchable, a podcast about movies. <laughs> Sorry, did I'm that sound like this I read staying it? Yes, it did. Now listen, now listen, listen, listen. This is my report on butterflies. Let me tell you about butterflies. <laughs> butterflies love flowers. Um, I'm getting real nervous up here. I'm going to just uh, read faster if that's okay with all of you instead of look at the audience. That's what it felt like. The audience? <laughs> <laughs> I am the audience! <laughs> alright, alright. Hey, this is your podcast for February... Oh my god, I hate this. Done. This is if we do one hard. part right every four minutes, you can cut it into a really good <laughs> intro. Alright, look. It's real quick. It's, it's simple. After you just said what you said. I'm Tim Catania. Yeah, with me is it. okay. That's it. This is one piece. That's it. Okay. Welcome to Unpitchable. This is your podcast for February 6, twenty sixteen. I'm Tim Catania, and with me is Nick Keggy and David Johnson. This up. <laughs> That's why one person needs. Okay, to well you can it. cut that intro in if you want to timestamp <laughs> me or David. No, I don't care. No, that was great. We got fifteen good <laughs> intros. <laughs> Hey, this is the Pitchable Podcast. This is the, um, sorry, look, we can't figure out how to do the intro. Apparently, none of us can intro properly. So rather than doing an intro, this is the Unpitchable Podcast. It's for the date of February 6, 2016. And if we mess anything else up after this, Nick is going to kill us. So this podcast is about freaking movies where we make up sequels. Okay, I had to get it out. Go ahead. So the other thing, what are we talking about at the beginning? Pop-Tarts. I think we need to talk about Pop-Tarts. And is there anything with Batman versus Superman? I'm a little bit concerned okay. that The Rock keeps getting doubling in size every movie. That was the next <laughs> thing. <laughs> That's pretty good. Okay, let's talk about that. Okay. Right. But no, but what about... Uh... It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.